Yo, it's Batman Live 2002, and I'm back with another anime review. And today, I will be reviewing King's Glaive Final Fantasy 15. Now, let me start by saying that I am not a Final Fantasy fan. Therefore, there will be references and such that this movie references that went completely over my head. So, I'm basically like, um,. Like a fan, like I'm a dude on the outside looking in. So therefore, if you're a fan of the Final Fantasy franchise, you can truly appreciate this movie. But if you're not a fan, things aren't going to go too well for you when you're watching this movie. Okay, um, I had a second warning I wanted to give. Oh, I'm going to piss people off with this review. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to piss off the Final Fantasy fans. And I, I kind of don't care because, you know, it's my opinion. You know, that's the thing. It's opinions are great. We all have them. Um, anyway, yeah. So today I will be, be reviewing King's Glaive Final Fantasy 15, and um, it aired July 9th, 2016. I went to the theaters. I always try every time there's a release of any type of anime or animation or, or you know anything. Um, I, I try to go and see it in theaters because you know it's a whole different experience man i wanted to go and see battle of the gods um and resurrection f and dragon ball z movies and dragon ball super movies i guess and um amazing because you get into it with all the people around you and stuff um it's a whole is an experience you're not just watching it so i recommend if you if a uh, anime comes um to a theater near you, pay the money, go see it in theater, because there's nothing like watching it in a theater, full screen, full volume, in a room full of anime nerds, it's freaking awesome, so anyway, I'll do the synopsis, and then we'll get into it, so basically, Final Fantasy XV King's Glaive revolves around city of insomnia right it's like the sleep or the lack of sleep but anyway it's called the, the city's called insomnia and they're under siege by the technically advanced Niflheim empire you know and they're this big tyrannical uh, empire and they have advanced you know their soldiers have advanced weaponry and they have demons and crap you know and they're just taking over everything and you know and in uh, City of Insomnia is like, nah, uh son, we ain't taking that. So they have the king. I think the king's name is Regis, like Regis Philman. <laughs> uh, I bet I'm pissing off the fans already. Anyway, the, the king, he has the ability to uh, project a force field over the city. And so it protects the city. They can't get past this giant shield. Um, you know, the the invading empire <clears throat> can't get past the shield so the king gives a portion of his power to a group of like highly trained black ops you know special forces dudes called the king's glaive you know they're like hand-picked outcasts you know like they're the guys that no one wants, society doesn't want them, the mama doesn't want them. So, you know, they're like, well, let's train them and give them power to, to be the most kick-butt fighting force the planet's ever seen. So the king gives them some powers, and and they're, and they're like so highly elite and stuff that they're the only force that can really stand up uh, to the 
Nephilim Empire. You know, so it's uh, it's it's pretty cool. Um, and so the movie it focuses in on a particular, a specific Kingsglaive member, whose name is Nix Ulrich, and um, you know he gets caught up in this conspiracy that you know ultimately it shakes insomnia the the city the town the, the it's a town city whatever giant city the city of it will shake the city of insomnia to its foundation so yeah like i said i'm gonna piss some people off but let's let's make these people happy first okay so first off the movie the first 12 minutes it's the most amazing freaking thing I've ever seen in a theater. Ever. So beautiful. If I gotta say anything about any of the Final Fantasy movies, the ones I've seen, really, um, the only one I can remember I've, um, is um, Advent Children. Final Fantasy Advent Children, which I'll do a review on as well. But just like Advent Children, Kingsglaive, Final Fantasy XV Kingsglaive is beautifulous it is so freaking beautiful the animation is just top quality i don't know what their budget was but i think it was unlimited because it sometimes it looked real man like i'm telling you i'm not even exaggerating sometimes those character designs look so freaking real the backdrops and stuff it was so beautiful the the expressions on the faces just everything but going back to that first 12 minutes that action scene I was like dude it is the dopest thing you're ever gonna see and I was like if the whole movie is like this this will get a 10 out of 10 all day you know like I take my my review materials in the theaters with me I had to get a little light in my lap so I can like write down like ooh this was cool or I hated this you know like you gotta take down notes cause you can't rely on your memory but anyway um first 12 minutes amazing you got all these magical attacks you got the king's glaive they're like a mix between call of duty and assassin's creed man they got the hoods and they're just it is so freaking cool man they have this ability to teleport around the the battlefield and they're just kicking butt and stabbing demons and killing dudes and there's explosions and demons and giant surging battlefield beautiful fluid animation most epic soundtrack ever oh first 12 minutes beautiful but then we we move beyond that first 12 minutes that first just stunning surging battlefield and everything everything every single aspect of this except for the the soundtrack in the art in the um animation just goes downhill and like I said, like the the production value had to be so high, like the price tag for this movie had to be so high that Bill Gates probably was like, look, dog, look, look, Bill Gates, we need you, all right? Like, we, you the only man on the planet, you and Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos, who is the founder of Amazon, we need you three most powerful, richest men on the planet to fund this movie because it's going to be very expensive. So in that regard. Oh, yeah. If you're looking for one of the... Just anyway. Beautiful hand. It's beautiful production value. But man, 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 man. When we get to that plot, 
<sighs> yeah. It was... Look, see, ultimately when it came to the plot, like, we were teased, and I'm gonna call it teasing. We were teased with this amazing, amazing opening battle sequence. And after that 12 minutes, we lose that. We don't get anything, like, to a certain degree, like, to the same, to the same level, to the same epic scale that we got in that same opening scene. Just like this, it set an expectation, right? Like, we're gonna get more of this. We're gonna get more of these King's Glaives jumping around and doing backflips and you know, all that cool stuff. But then it starts to focus in on the plot and it, it just it just slows it down. It slows it down in a real big way. We started running, we started full tilt sprinting. We were the tortoise in the race, but then all of a sudden, we're suddenly. I mean, I'm sorry, I said we were the tortoise. We are the hare in the race. Sprinting down the road, but then we get tired. <laughs> and all of a sudden, we're looking through the point of view of the tortoise, not the hare. I keep, I think I'm getting switching the two up. But anyway, we're basically, we're sprinting down the road as the hare. And suddenly we're, we're in the point of view of the tortoise. And we're watching, we're eating the hare's dust, man. Like, what? What happened? What happened to my expectation? Like, where, where did the action go? The action disappeared. Like, about an hour and a half. Like, I'm sitting there. 12 minutes, right? First 12 minutes. Amazing. I got to an hour and a half. I clocked that mess, man. I wrote it down. I clocked it. I was wondering where the heck the action went. At an hour and a half. I sat there for an hour and 20-some minutes. Wondering... Where the heck the action went? Can you imagine that you had this great big expectation? You, you were set up, and it's like you were, you were, you were catfish, man. So we're gonna dress this up as the most amazing action movie you've ever seen for the first twelve minutes, <laughs> and then we're gonna give you an hour and twenty some minutes of uh, of a plot. And there's nothing wrong with plot, but you know what? I find that with any Final Fantasy movie, including um, having children. This is not; the, these were not movies made for outsiders like myself. You had to be fans to enjoy it. You, you had to be fans to enjoy the characters, to truly appreciate the characters, the references made. You had to be a fan just for for practically everything because there are references that you're just not going to get if you're not a fan. I'm not saying that was a huge problem with this movie as much, you know, it was really an issue with Advent Children, but we'll jump into that in another review. But if if you're not a fan, um, it's, you're kind of left, you're kind of left out. It's just like Tekken uh, Blood Vengeance, awesome Tekken movie, loved it. And I really, I loved that movie, but I realized I sat down to write the review and I was like, Wait a minute, if I hadn't been a fan, I would not have understood half the crap they were talking about. You know, because, like, I, I'm I'm a huge Tekken fan, man, and, and I, I follow the stories. I've been following the stories since one of the, like, the second Tekken, I think. You know, like, I've been following for a very, very, very years, years, a decade, I feel like. So, like, I, I knew everything, and the movie was a culmination of all that. 
and so I truly appreciated it. But then when I sat down to watch it or do the review, I realized it was if I had not been such a major fan of the Tekken universe, that stuff would have went right over my head. And yeah, like I said, it's not that things will go over your head with this movie, but you're not going to truly appreciate it like a Final Fantasy fan would. Um, as, you know, just a guy, regular, you know, let's just say you're just, you enjoy anime, so you go out to see it, and I don't even know if you can consider this to be anime, I'm not sure. But anyway, you, you go out and you see it, and you're like, ah, you know, that, that was cool, some of it, but you're not going to enjoy the plot as much uh, as a, if you're not a fan. If you're a fan, I'm sure you love the plot, but you got to admit you gotta be pissed if you were teased for, you know, 12 minutes of freaking awesomeness, and then you get an hour and uh, 12, uh, hour and 20-something minutes of plotting storyline. Plotting, plotting. Plotting as in slow. Plotting as in moving along like an elderly gentleman trying to catch the bus. And the bus has to slow down so he can catch it. They don't want to leave some old man just waiting out there for another bus. Anyway, what am I talking about? Yeah, it's just plodding along. And um, what does movie suffer from? Final Fantasy XV. What it suffered from was too much focus on the plot. Therefore, it was a lot of fan service. Now keep in mind, there's two types of fan service out there. There's a fan service where we get panties and boobs and crap. And then you get fan service where you make references to a universe that's already been pre-established. That is a wink, a nod at the fans. Like if you watch the Lego Batman movie, they show, like there's a scene where Batman goes to the Batcave. And like he's looking at all of his bat suits. And they go through a, a, a row, huge, you know, this large selection of bat suits. And he's like, I don't want to wear that one. I don't want that one. That one's too festive. But each bat suit was a reference to an old comic book, uh, to a to a original Adam West Batman, to, you know, like old school Batmans. Um, it, it, or old schools. They, they were just references to prior material that exists separate from the Lego movie. And so that's another type of fan service. And so this movie had a ton of that. It had a ton of fan service. And it, it was too much. It, it was I don't know, for me it, it was it was too much. And like the the ending was just as action packed as the beginning. But the journey from the beginning to the ending it, it was it was it was too drawn out. And I got bored, quite frankly. That's why I said I'm going to piss people off. This movie was boring. Straight up boring. And um, even if you're a Final Fantasy fan, I feel like you probably at some point would get a little bit bored with this movie. It, it, just, it was too stressed out. Too much focus on that story. Uh, too much focus on the characters. And not enough of the of the thing that Drew was in in the first place, which was, you know, more cool action scenes. And, um, you know, you don't need just action to sell a movie, of course. You gotta have the stuff. But you can't have too much of one thing and not the other. If there was just nothing but action, that might have been detrimental. You know, that would have been bad. But 
you gotta have a you know you gotta have an even spread there's gotta be a good amount of action a good amount of story a good amount of character development and all that stuff and this one had way too much plot way too much fan service and it's you know and i was left in the dust and it, it's it, it was it was boring man it, it was it was straight up straight up boring um but let's let's talk about the action let's let's switch gears because i feel like it's like man that's depressing no um it was cool when we did get the action this movie was freaking dope oh my gosh the king's glaive man like these dudes they they have the ability to throw these knives or whatever the heck weapon little handheld scythe weapon thing they have and they wherever the weapon lands they can teleport to it so it's like hey homie i'm coming throw the knife throw the knife behind the enemy's back you teleport behind the enemy's back and then stab in the back it was so cool it's like assassin's creed and call of duty had a baby and i'll pop the king's glaive like the, their tactics their fighting style man but but i gotta say the action was cool but you get freaking dizzy man especially if you're watching it in the theater because it's like they, they jump and then the camera goes Ooh, you know like like um oh i can't think of the, like the blair witch project no, that's a terrible example. Whatever. It's like the shaky cam effect, right? Like, you throw it, and then the whole screen kind of goes, like... It's... You You kind of teleport with them. It's like as if you're viewing what they view, kind of. Like, they're going to be a little bit disorientated after they come out of their teleportation. Because, you know, they're kind of just popping out of it. They're, they're, they're disappearing and then reappearing somewhere else. So you're probably going to be a little bit shaken, a little bit uh, dizzy from that. And that's how you get watching it. Sometimes when they're doing it a lot, they're like teleporting here, then teleporting there, then teleporting there. And then you don't know where they're going to be. And it, it gets, it, it makes you a little bit dizzy. Um, so visually, there are a lot of moving shots, fast moving shots, a lot of teleporting and stuff. But I, I can't complain. That was just something I wanted to mention. Those were the best scenes in the movie, easily. It was when they were teleporting around, kicking butt. Now, 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 let's talk about Audi. You know, the, the luxury car manufacturer, Audi? Uh, which is funny because I'm a freelance writer and I write for this website that focuses on luxury cars. So I'm writing about Audis all the time. And Audi was straight up advertising this whole friggin' movie. Like, just just imagine, imagine my surprise when the sleek black Audi supercar comes roaring up out of nowhere and all of a sudden we're in a car commercial. Because, you know, they got to transport, they got to drive around town, right? Like, um, the VIPs and stuff. And, and you know, like, you, you got to escort your VIPs in style. So you got the Audi. And they're just driving around. It's like, this doesn't feel like it fits and it's not i'm not trying to say this was a bad thing i'm not trying to say um they took away from the movie or anything this is just a little funny thing i i noticed it was like it were hardcore advertising and you know what the budget on this movie maybe maybe they went to audi and was like dude look we'll feature your car extensively feature your car in our in our movie 
but we're going to need about $5.3 million to make this movie. So um, let's do it, you know. And uh, I, 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 um, I made this comment on my review that I wrote out. I'm like, nice try, Adi. Now you're going to have a massive influx of Adi cells in the near future because of this movie. Not. Because who, who, who went to see this movie? Final Fantasy fans. Who are Final Fantasy fans? We're probably mostly broke. <laughs> and even if we have some decent income, we can't afford no Adi. What the heck? Adi? Go Google an Adi. That's a luxury car, man. That's like if you balling out of control. You can't even get that mess on credit. <laughs> you gotta have cash to buy an Adi, man. So, yeah. It's just wanted to throw that little thing in there. So, yes, overall, Kingsglade had its faults, many faults. It really just primarily came down to that plot. And, yeah, it was boring. But that, the I, I can't talk enough about the, be- the beautiful animation and, the, and the, just the music. And it's just the, the series, the, the franchise, Final Fantasy franchise, is just known for beautiful orchestration and I, I challenge you to go on the YouTube and to just watch um, I believe it was the London Philharmonic I think but um, you know they, they performed the Final Fantasy suite and it's just most beautiful orchestr- orchestration uh, one of the best one of the best um, in, in terms of just melodic music it's it just I, I love it I, I love the Final Fantasy soundtrack and it just anything associated and I don't have to be a fan to really enjoy the music and like I said that that animation lifelike man like you would just the, the character just the expressions just every aspect of it from the backdrops to the character design to everything to the action scenes everything just in terms of animation so fluid and lifelike it's it was beautiful man i can't it sounds a little bit cheesy but it was it was very beautiful i enjoyed it that was one of the better parts the the action awesome and i would say that the um animation and the music were the best parts of this movie and you can help it get lost in the landscape sometimes and to a certain degree you can forgive that to over focus on the plot because of how beautiful this movie was to a certain degree not completely but yeah so ultimately the movie's gonna leave you visually dazed you're gonna be like oh oh this is beautiful but yeah you're probably gonna lose interest because of the boring plot and the ending of the movie it was unresolved but then you kind of realize that um, if you wait for the credits to roll, you realize that there's a continuation to the story. And then later on, I didn't know at the time, but later on, the game came out. So the movie is a precursor to the game. And then the game will tell you whatever. So that's... Now that I think about it, maybe this was like the most expensive promotion for a game ever. <laughs> Think about it. This basically, this whole movie was a setup for Final Fantasy 15. 
maybe this was just a really expensive promotion to get people to buy the game. And if that's the case, all is forgiven because that's dope. But if it's not, then, you know, whatever, guys. <laughs> like I said, uh, uh, Final Fantasy, it, it's, it's a fan for the movies. Uh, a fan for the movies. It's a movie for the fans. Um, if you're a Final Fantasy fan, then you're likely going to enjoy yourself. I can't, if you don't get bored at times, it's either I couldn't truly appreciate the plot or there's there's something wrong with you <laughs> because it really did it did plot along and it just like it's I don't know it just got stuck the movie got stuck at a certain point and it slowly had to dig its way out and then we emerge at the end and it starts kicking butt again it was like I'm running now I'm crawling for an hour and however many minutes and I'm running at the end you know, so, yeah, anyway, I don't want to drag this review out anymore. I'm being redundant. So, I give Kingsclave Final Fantasy 15, 6 out of 10. And that is a score from a non-fan. So, if you're a fan and you feel that it deserves more, of course, this one deserves multiple looks from multiple people who, you know, this is from a guy who doesn't have it hardly any I have some knowledge I've talked to friends and stuff but it's I don't have enough to truly appreciate this movie so from a man who can't appreciate this movie like a true fan can I give it 6 out of 10 uh, so anyway uh, this is Batman Live 2002 check out my website wasasum w-a-s-a-s-u-m dot com where you can find this review I wrote it out you can uh, click on it, write F you because you suck and you hate this review, or you'll be like, hey, Batman, you have your own opinions, yay, you know, whatever. Uh, hey, just go to the site. I have dozens of reviews. I have guides and lists and crap. Go check it out. Follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, Tumblr. I got a Tumblr. And, uh, yeah, guys, until next time, stay with awesome people.